All right, everyone. Hope you brought your geek because it's time to get it on. Aloha, triathletes. Welcome to Get Your Geek On, the podcast designed to get you all geeked up about the sport of triathlon, whether you're an Ironman veteran or just thinking about your first sprint triathlon. That's right. So if you're willing to sacrifice for something that's greater than you, you've come to the right place. I am the Tri-Geek Kahuna, podcasting from the Tri-Geek Dreams Labs in sunny OC, Orange County, California. And this is Iron Will, coming to you from just outside the Windy City, from the Through the Wall World Headquarters. And what's the, what's the weather like out there, Ironwell? Oh, it is like suck out here. <laughs> I don't understand what happened because it was all sunny and nice and great, and then all of a sudden it turned like 40 degrees and rainy and nasty and just ride-canceling bad. So it, uh. this is just, yeah, my I was going to go on a four-hour ride this morning with some people, and they bailed on me. So now I'm going to just have to suck it up by myself this afternoon. And, so. and, and that's, uh, isn't that depressing when the cold weather comes back? Yes, it's just wrong that it's like this. And it's not going to even get out of here until Tuesday. So my run is going to be all like this too, which is not as bad on the run. Um, and the rain, I'm all about the rain, so that's fine. It's just if it's cold and windy and nasty, then it kind of, you know, throws it. So, yeah, not um. not happy about this. And I'm not, my, my ride this afternoon, I don't know, it's going to, be interesting so but guess what my new um stuff finally came i have so much to tell you my um hammered stuff finally came oh and okay. yet you can't like get it anywhere and i was freaking out because i was like i didn't have any and i've had this big ride today and i was like crap you know what am i gonna do it came yesterday i was so excited so i got the heed which is like gatorade that's not you know as sweet uh-huh. um and uh i've had the perpetuum stuff um which is like you know long long haul fuel and but I was totally out of gels and so now I have my gels and I'm all excited. So <laughs> you get excited very easily, you know. <laughs> I'm like I'm like nine years old all the time about some stuff. Yeah, we gotta I gotta I gotta try that out. Uh-huh. Oh, it's the oh apple cinnamon um, hammer gel is the uh-huh. best thing ever made ever. It tastes like the um, the filling for apple pie. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like exactly. It tastes. I'm not kidding. Exactly like that. I'm so used to gels, like completely, you know, making you want to puke as soon as you take them. Right. Um, and you can't barely get them down. And uh, but no, I was like, hey, dang, there's no more left in this stupid pa- <laughs> this little packet. And what um, do you like about the uh, the uh, drinks? Because they're less sweet than Gatorade. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like big on. Um, sweets, you know, and so I don't like stuff that's like really sweet, especially not when I'm out. Um, I'm more of a salty kind of girl, I guess. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, and this stuff isn't, isn't, <laughs> this stuff isn't sweet at all. Uh, I mean, it's a little bit, but it tastes actually like, um, kind of watered down dreamsicle, if you can imagine that. Um, what's and, a dreamsicle? Uh, dreamsicle? Oh, my, Okay. How have you? Oh my goodness! It's just it's it's wrong that you don't know what dreamsicle is like. It's like orange and cream. Like, have you had those um uh. those little candies? Uh, you think that would be gross? 
think so. I don't know. I, well, I'll, I'll try it. Oh no, 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 no! It's like you haven't you never have you never had those little candies, those little swirl candies that are like cream. I don't know, cream savers they're called. Have you never had those? Uh-uh. Oh, oh I have so much to teach you. <laughs> <laughs> so the the it's like the flavor orange, which I don't love by itself. But with vanilla, like the cream flavor to uh-huh. it, it's really good. And they're frozen? Um, no, it's not like a popsicle or anything. It's like a drink mix, and it tastes like that. Oh, it's a drink mix. Yeah, but you you do have to, if, you, if you're going to try to prepare for a race, the, the Perpetuum is also flavored like that. Uh-huh. But you have to, um, like, mix it and freeze it ahead of time. Otherwise, it'll be nasty if you try to drink it later. And it's warm and, you know, you have mm-hmm. to treat it. You have to kind of treat it like milk in a way because there's protein in it. Wow, fascinating. (laughs) (laughs) I learned something new. I I always learn something new. Hey, I got good news. Um, What's your good news? We are legal now. This is our 18th show. (gasps) Oh, that is good news. Yeah, so we can... uh, what, <laughs> what does that mean? We've already violated like all of the. <laughs> We've already crossed all the lines. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, um, <laughs> well how's your training going? It's going um, pretty well. This is like the end of my my nice recovery week, so I'm kind of bummed to see that go. Uh, right. Kind of rev, rev up again, but um, recovering from the indie mini half, but. Uh, um, not bad. It's going to kick off again today with, like I said, that, that big giant ride and then a big giant run tomorrow. So um, I understand, though, uh, somebody has been moonlighting as a mountain bicyclist. Oh, my God. We don't call them bicyclists. We call them, uh, what do we call them? Cyclists. Michael, yeah, mountain biker. Um, my, oh, okay. You know what? <laughs> I went out mountain biking for the first time last week right after our show, and it was... You you've never mountain biked. I've never mountain biked. It is the most thrilling thing. Really? I, I've ever done. It's like being on a roller coaster without paying for the ride. Um, <gasps> uh oh. I know. You know what? I, you're you're getting dangerously close to um the to dark that flirting side. edge. I yeah. know. I know. It's, it was. No, I should never have hopped on it, but I did. Oh, is uh is Butter jealous? Is she is she sniffing around? Oh, is she, she is thinking? pissed. <laughs> she sat in the garage all this week while I've been out uh, in the great outdoors on these uh, oh, romantic trails. With, you uh, <laughs> you're indulging, huh? With, with a, yeah, it, you know, you go up. First of all, it's it's an incredible workout because obviously to go downhill you have to go uphill, so it's these incredibly hard uphill climbs, <laughs> and so that's really hard. And then, what are you laughing at? Oh, a lot of ups and downs. Yeah, a lot of ups and downs. <laughs> and and um, and uh, but when you're going downhill, it is like you you're going so freaking fast, and you're not on a street or anything. And I fell three times. Oh, don't I, you have to worry about like the the rough terrain there? And the yeah, that's why I fell three times. Tree land? Yeah, it's like. Would it's you get clipped with a tree land tree branch or? You what? know what I actually. It wasn't as thrilling as that. I um, some of these uphills are so uphill that you have to walk your, you know, you have to like walk your bike up there. But I didn't really realize that, so I thought, you know, I was just being a baby, and so I was like kept going on there, and I literally just would like topple over at some point, like, <laughs> and I was clipped in. 
And, uh, oh, God. Are you all scraped up? Uh, I, I had a few scrapes, but it was more like, you know, your first time you're on a um, road bike, and if you're... If you're new to triathlon, when you, the first time you clip in, you feel like you're. Um, oh yeah. Don't you feel like you're caged in, or I feel like someone's like uh, taped your your feet to the wheels and you can mm-hmm. never get out. So, the first time I I did with my clips, um, I, I did with my clips. First time I rode with my clips, I I uh, fell two times uh, on the road bike, just right at the intersection, you know, in front of everybody, and then um, <laughs> and then. Uh, um, now, now, same thing with the mountain bike. So it's it, it's. Oh. But it was so fun. I mean, you're going. And then I went on the in the. I went really early one morning, and um, um, I'm on the. We have mountain lions here, so I'm like really on the. Especially early in the morning or late at night, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna be uh, mountain lion food. And uh, <laughs> so I'm I'm up at the top of the mountain. There's nobody there or the hill really, and. Um, <laughs> There's nobody here, and I, and I see this uh, brown, pretty big thing coming out of the uh, out of the bushes, and I'm just like, oh my god, I am dead. And it was a coyote. Oh. And uh, you know, he looked at me and and you know, kind of ran away. But it was it's very cool. I mean, you're out in the in nature, and I'm not really a nature boy. And uh, with, with stuff that can eat your face <laughs> off. Yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I have a race on after, I think I'm going to get in three or four um, mountain bike sessions and I'm actually racing and this is going to oh. be crazy. And I'm going to go meet uh, Melanie McQuaid over in Temecula and uh, I think some other people, some listeners are going to going to be in that race too. So, Oh, and oh, you know wow. what else? We got our um, uniforms in, our Tri-Geek Dreams. Oh, how uh, do they look? Are they um, awesome? They're really good, uh, uh, really nice. I haven't actually... God, and I just got, I've gotten a picture because it's being sent right now. But it's uh, Team Trigeek Dreams. I'm in the red. It's not. It's kind of like a. Um, what kind of red is it? It's a. It's a weird, odd red. I don't even know what you call like it. Like a maroon or like yeah, a mar- like a maroon red. Oh, okay. And uh, some snazzy black uh, racing shorts. So cool. Um, so anyway, if you recognize me out there, if you know, if you see a Team Trigeek Dreams in Temecula next week, uh-huh. that will be me. All right, that'll be cool. You know what? Um, I got in another. I got like the other part of my um, Ironman Wisconsin uniform in. I forgot to tell you that. The top or the bottom? uh, Well, I mean, I had them. I had them both. I had both of that. But I've got all this email about. You know, if you go on the bike with just that sports bra thing on, you're going to be a lobster by the oh, time right, right. you get back. So I was like, well, crap, I wonder if they still have the colors then in the in the cycle jersey, um, the, the, the sleeveless cycle jersey. And um, so I went on there, and they did. And so I ordered that, and I got that. And that, oh, it's just cool. I was just walking around my house just with that yesterday, just all over, looking, <laughs> <laughs> just feeling cool. <laughs> Going past the mirror a lot of times, I bet. Yeah, I was, I was very excited. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be styling this year, I think, everybody. Now, colors seem to be very important to you. How much do you think that um, reduces your time getting the right colors on you? <laughs> you know what? I don't know, but I do think that how you how you feel about the way you look. I mean, if you feel like you look cool and fast, then right, I think right. you know. I think that does something for your. Um, edge a little bit. So I, you know, people sent me like these articles too about um, like the biological makeup of 
uh, of wearing red and how it's like affects your caveman brain somehow. Um, and uh, it, it's actually it, you have a psych- <laughs> seriously you have like a psychological edge if you wear red um, as opposed to any other color, and people like perceive you as more intimidating than they would otherwise. And I was like, well, hey, all right. That makes sense, actually. In the Red Army, uh, the Red Scare, the. Um, <laughs> Are you making fun of me now? <laughs> uh, yes, I am. <laughs> I'm going to send you that article, and you're going to yet again have to eat your words. No, I d- I do think that uh, if if it, uh, here's here's a dark secret. If if I I don't really care that much about fashion, but if I go to work and I don't have like the right, it, it, I just don't like my. Outfit. Your outfit. <laughs> outfit that day. It gets off my whole day. I just, yeah. You know, so luckily I, I basically wear the same kind of thing every day, so I don't really have that outfit problem. But um, <laughs> were you? No, isn't this the man who was who was giving the triathlon community at large the 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 smackdown about um, guys? It, it's not important to guys if they match, or, or if it is, it shouldn't be. And well, now matching, no, 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 matching, I mean, that's, that's dumb, but, uh, <laughs> I'm just talking about, like, if you have a, you know, I don't know, I forget it. Um, <laughs> if but, it doesn't fit right or something? If it doesn't fit right, or it's, I, it's, you know, too wrinkled Distract. or something. Oh, like, okay. Um, but here's the deal, is if you are a guy and you're worried about if your uniform matches your bike, um. I think you should go into figure skating or uh, <laughs> uh, some other like sport. Maybe dance, ballroom dancing. Oh, God. Or you can just become like a, a, a mountain biker and get all muddy and nobody can tell anyway. Exactly. Oh, in, in um, celebration of my new mi- mountain biking life, I got a couple of tattoos. Um, what? No, I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> but I should. I'm the only one out there that doesn't have some tattoo or some gnarly thing they're, going on. They're hardcore, aren't they? Those are oh the those God. are the those are the bad boys of triathlon. Yeah, right well, there. I'm a bad boy. <laughs> I've always been a bad boy. So. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, <clears throat> are we? Let's. Uh, okay. Uh, it's time for mailbag, Iron Will. What? Uh, do you have anything for us? Yeah, um, we we actually got some cool mail, um, uh, like much like last week. Um, but uh, we we read so much of it last week, and then there were just a few extras. Um, and uh, so I'm, I have this really neat one here. It says, uh, "Hi, well, you've inspired me. I've gone from barely being able to walk five miles without being shattered to walking 20 in preparation for a marathon walk next Saturday, and I'm looking forward to the new challenge after that." Can you point me in the direction of any training guides for triathlons? Not sure if I'll be looking at Ironman yet, but I would like to see that uh, um, I would like to be able to do a sprint triathlon by the beginning of next year. Keep up the good work. You're an inspiration, Claire. Oh, so yeah. Nice. So um, Claire, I guess uh, I would definitely check out TriFuel.com first, um, and I can't imagine there's anything that you wouldn't be able to find right there. Um, they have training plans that are put together by coaches for any distance, really, and um, they also even have a training log that you can check into, and it's all free. And uh, then. There are some forums there for some support where you can ask questions. So I would definitely go to um, www.trifuel.com and check that out. And uh, then um, just kind of start there. Also, 
Um, what would you? What books would you recommend for her? You know, I I don't I, I the only book that I recommend because I think most of this can be done online and Trifuel is a great spot to to get this stuff is I love this going long book mm-hmm. um, and if if it, and I, I think it I mean it's it's basically geared towards um, Ironman distance and even a half Ironman distance but they've got so much practical advice and I like their for me their um, philosophy works really well because it's basically We've got really busy lives, like we were talking earlier um, off the air, that, you know, how busy this week was and everything else. And they basically say, you know, you need to get your long um, distances in each week, but then everything else is kind of gravy. So don't, you know, you, you want to do it, obviously, but you don't have to sit there and completely stress out, yeah, the out that you kill miss. yourself. Yeah, and, and just get your long, you know, just get your long runs in and, and long swim in and long bike in and then everything else is, is sort of uh, gravy and it just, I don't know, for some reason it really sets me at ease and mm-hmm. I like what they say. So going long and it's by, um, God. Um, Gordo Byrne. Yeah, Gordo Byrne. Gordo Byrne and one other, his, he has a co-author. Um, but anyway, that's that's a really good book. How about you? Do you have any other um, I, I like the Triathletes Training Bible for um, just reference stuff. That's kind of more like a textbook, but it shows it's, and I don't know, maybe for someone who's just, just starting out. I know I got it when I was just, just starting out, and it was a little confusing at first, so I'm, I liked um, going long much better, too. Um, but, I mean, I don't think you have to get too complicated. Between Tri-Fuel and going long, I think, she, I think Claire, I think you're set there as, as far as a place to start. And then you'll find along the way, um, you know, the more you talk to people, definitely go visit the blogs, and um, there's some really knowledgeable people out there. So um, Yeah, that's... that's um, keep it simple. Keep it simple, yes. And then uh, we have this letter from John Maynard of Colorado. He says, he goes, uh, I, we read his email um few weeks ago. So thanks for reading my email on your podcast recently. I was in the middle I was right in the middle of a huge hill climb when it came on and it stoked me something wicked. <laughs> I pushed harder than ever to the top. Thanks. Um, oh my god, that's that's one letter. That's not the letter I wanted to read. Um <laughs> well, that was a good letter. another letter we got was from from someone who talked about uh what what do we do? Uh, he was a bigger runner, and he wanted to know what what do we do for core training, and um, and what oh. do you what do you do for core, core training, Will? Um, you know, I did. I was doing the core performance for a really long time, um, and was seeing good results. But um, I needed, I think, and I think probably it was like a life sort of shift, I guess, that, <laughs> that happened with the with the um, you know changing over in careers and stuff um, for now, and. Uh, I just I needed to relax a little bit more, and so I, I needed to stretch a little bit more. And um, after I talked to Chris Lietto, um and he really kind of was all about um, Pilates, and I thought, you know what, let me check those out. So, and plus, um, my best friend in San Diego is a, a Pilates teacher, and so she sent me. We have the same birthday. She sent me um, these DVDs. And I'm not so much a DVD sitting in front of kind of girl, but um, once you learn the, the uh, routines and stuff, then, you know, you can just kind of do it on your own. So I started in, um, getting into that, and I'm, I'm really liking Pilates. So it's like core training and stretching put together. And how long did it take you to learn the routines? Not too long. Um, I don't know, maybe a, a week or so, and I had, the, I had the pretty much it memorized for the most part. And so now it's just kind of, you know, do it whenever, and um, I like it a lot. So Pilates, definitely. Wow. And, and your friend teaches classes down in San Diego? 
Claudia? Yes. Um, she's, uh, I, I, she was, like, paired up with a friend, another friend of hers, and um, she's, like, going to take over, a, a, she wants to take over the class, um, something like that. But she, yeah, she's, like, an expert. So. Wow. Wow. Well, that's a good friend to have. Uh, yeah, I wish this was she wasn't in San Diego. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you have to move out of here at some point. I know. i got to get out there one of these days. Okay. We, are we, you, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, are you still doing core performance? You know, I uh, um, I should be. Um, <laughs> so I've, I've fallen off the wagon, so um, it do, does really help. I, I like it. Um, but maybe I'll try that Pilates and see. Um, I've, done, I've done one class of Pilates and just kicked my butt so oh yeah um maybe i need to do that some more because I'm, I'm really inflexible and uh need to gain a lot more flexibility so um i'll have to do that yeah. at least try it um my wife's a big pilates fan so um, yeah she's she's like oh, man she looks like she could just do an ironman tomorrow you know what i think she probably could she's a total freak of nature i mean she can she goes out and and just as a uh, marathon without much training, just because he trains every day so hard. Oh. So, all right. Well, it's time for surprise a triathlete, and we're gonna call okay. uh, Big Ben from the South, right? From Georgia? Are we gonna Georgia. call the, the accent? The accent. Because oh. you <laughs> basically, if you have an accent, and you call in, you will get on the show. <laughs> we're all about accents. There we go. <laughs> you talk okay oh, I'm all excited this is Ben hi Ben um, this is the Tiger Kahuna and Iron Will how are you hey how's it going <laughs> oh, good we, uh, we heard <laughs> we, we heard your accent and we had to hear more so oh you like my accent huh yeah your accent rocks <laughs> uh, uh, you know some people like it some people don't Oh, you can talk all day. Kahuna, I, I think you can have to take over for a minute. <laughs> I know. Will loves the accents. Ben, how you doing? Uh, well, that's good. You know, most ladies, most ladies like us. If you're not from the South, you like it. But um, if you're from the South, you're kind of used to it. Now, now, where in the South are you from, Ben? I am from uh, originally South Georgia, um, which I, I, is kind of in the middle of nowhere. I, I grew up in a, on a farm. My dad's a farmer, my mom's a school teacher, so um now I live actually in Atlanta, so Oh right. So you're a city boy. T- now tell us a little bit about your uh, triathlete uh life. How did you get into the sport and um what are you doing now? Um, okay. Um well to start I've never been completely the most athletic person in the world. Um but I, I did play basketball and baseball in high school, so, you know, I, I had a little bit of athletic, you know. I was on the team. I didn't see much playing to them. Right. Um, <laughs> anyway, college was uh, very unathletic and a lot of drinking, so uh-huh. when I was out of college, I, I decided I needed to start kind of getting into shape, and I had a good buddy of mine that uh, was a big runner, um, so he kind of got me running, and, and to start off with, you know, I was terrible, and I said, all right, I'll, you know, I'll run for fun, but I'm, I'm never going to do a... I'll never do a race. And the next thing I know, he taught me into doing a race. I did a 5K. And then I was like, okay, but I'm, I'm never going to do a 10K. It's just too much. And next thing I know, I'm doing a 10K. And so I was running, running a pretty good bit. Um, 
I got injured. I got uh, plantar uh, plantar fasciitis. If y'all don't know what that is, but mm-hmm. it uh, kind of kind of sucks. So I had to quit running for like six months, and I did all this physical therapy. Um, but I still wanted to, to be active. Um, so what I started doing was taking spin classes, um, doing the doing the bike and all that. And that's when it really got in my head that I could uh, potentially do a triathlon. Um, so I decided to give swimming a try. Um, and, and I've swam all my life, uh, you know, and I was less than a year old when my parents built a pool, so I've been swimming since, you know, before I was even a year old. Uh, so I figured I'd get back in the pool and it'd be no big deal, and uh, I almost drowned in a three-foot pool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that got me to take swimming lessons. So I had swimming lessons, and um, last year was my first season. This is, I'm guessing, I'm into my second season. Um Last year, uh, it's a it's a funny story. It wasn't funny at the time, but now it's pretty funny. Um, I was last it was June, I think, so it was almost a year ago. I was I found a triathlon. I was going for my first one, and uh, I was really concerned about my swim. So it, I found the shortest to get. It was a pretty uh, <laughs> hard swim, and uh, then you know whatever 13, 13 my bike and a five k. So I trained for for months. Uh, couldn't sleep the night before, just didn't sleep. Uh, ended up showing a little bit later than I wanted to to the triathlon. Um, I've got a pickup truck and, uh, you know, oh. got, got, you know, I got one of those, those bike mouths that you take the front tire off and it just kind of hooks on the side. So, anyway, I got to the triathlon and got my number, got marked up, you know, my age and my, my numbers on my arms and all that. And I went and uh, took my bike off the, uh, off the rack. Went to go get my front tire, and I had hit my apartment. <laughs> oh no! Uh, and if 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 you've never seen anybody go through the whole range of emotions from <laughs> you know, denial to anger to acceptance, <laughs> I went through it in about a second and a half. Oh. It was just kind of a hold on. <laughs> and, uh, I was fine. I did not cry, but I almost started crying, and. Um, that's kind of, you know, I, I accepted it, and I, I knew I knew it was a funny story, um, but at the time, I was, I was really upset, and I ended up volunteering for the race. You know, I'd, I'd never even been to a triathlon, just, just seen it on TV, so I ended up um, volunteering for it while I was there. Um, <laughs> and then uh, later that day, I, I had, you know, 15 friends and family that all knew I was doing it, and everybody wanted to know how it went. Oh, and, uh, no. Tell everybody, yeah, well, here's what happened. And so everybody obviously laughed, and, you know, I couldn't laugh. So, uh, but then um, <laughs> after that, I did a couple more road races. And, uh, and last August, I did my first uh, sprint triathlon. Um, did pretty good. It, it felt good. Um, I, my uncle uh, does a lot of, uh, he's done several Ironmans, and he's, he's real big into it. So me and him did that one together. Um, and this is one. Um, in April, uh, this past April, um, in, uh, in Hilton Head. Oh. And my goal for the rest of the year, um, I did that one. Uh, we got the Peachtree Road Race, which is a big race here in Atlanta, just a road, road race, right. uh, 10K. Um, it's in July. Um, I'm going to do two more sprints uh, in August, and then we're going to try to do uh, the Atlanta Half Marathon in November. Oh. And then, uh, wow. 
Next year, hopefully, I'll tackle some uh, some Olympic uh, Olympic distance triathlons. Oh, you're well oh, on your way. Yeah. Good for you, Ben. Way to go! That's a, oh my gosh, that story. That is that's totally something I would do. You forget the wheel. You, you plan oh, every yeah. other little thing, and then. You know, I talked to a couple people and told them, and my Michael, for example, he said it goes. You know, it happens more than you think. Just the oh, way. Oh yeah. That, you know, the way those mouths are, where you take the front tire off, and uh, I would never do it again. I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, oh. and how old are you, Ben? I am uh, 30 years old. 30 years old. Oh, right boy. Just, and, turned, just turned. And how was that swim in your first triathlon? Did you do okay? Uh, actually, uh, it was really good. Um, I never I never really timed myself on swimming. Um, all I did was, uh, uh, you know, before that triathlon, I just did, uh, it was just pool swimming. I'd never done any open water swim. Um, and I ended up, I, my uncle, like a triathlon, um, I kind of, on this one, I kind of sat in the back and I went way outside. Uh-huh. Um, he was a good, he was a good 40 yards ahead of me uh, when we started. And I actually caught up to him uh, when we were getting out on the beach. I ran up and I just saw him. Oh, wow. Like, what are you doing here? And he's like, what are you doing here? So I, it, was, <laughs> I, it was like 150 yards, I think, or 400 yards, and I did it in like seven minutes. Um, so kind of throughout all this, I've actually found I'm, I'm actually a pretty good swimmer. Wow. Huh. Wow. Oh wow! Ben, are you are you um are you in your car right now? Are you yeah, are you driving? Yeah, I'm actually, yeah, I'm driving down the road. I've got a my nephew's birthday party to go to. Oh, are you are you in a pickup truck? You driving a pickup truck? Yep. You I'm are. What there, kind of pickup truck? Is there a, sh- <laughs> is there a sh- uh, Ford Ford F one fifty? Is there a shotgun oh. rack in the back? <laughs> uh, not not right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do own this. So. I hunt and fish and all that good stuff. All right. Oh, right boy. What do, you, what, do you, what do you hunt for, Ben? Um, I do a lot of uh, deer hunting mostly, um, but I do, like, you know, dove and quail hunting as well. But deer hunting is my main uh, my main hunting. Are you a bass fisherman? Yeah, I love bass fish. Love it. Hey, Ben, uh, ben I want to ask you one question. When you grew up in southern Georgia, did you grow up by plains? I'm actually really um yeah, I'm probably um yeah, thirty thirty, forty minutes from Plains. Um if you go um like west of Plains or I'm sorry, east of Plains. That's where I'm that's where I'm from. Wow, wow. So do you ever I didn't know Plains, Jimmy well, Carter? Yeah, Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Apparently, you can go to um if you go to his church on Sunday, he teaches uh, Sunday school or at least did and you can be taught Sunday school. Oh, wow. by, or, you know. Yeah, he 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 did. I don't know that he still does. It's kind of um, big. It's a big uh, tourist kind of thing. A lot of people go to that church. Uh huh. Um, that you know, just to go see Jimmy Carter. So right. I don't. I don't really know all the details, but I know that uh, I think everybody that shows up can't get into the church on, on any given time. Oh, you have wow. to show up early. Which is dummies like me go there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Ben, ben we'll let you go. Unless, Will, did you got another question or not? Um, no, no. you, you got to get okay. your birthday party. So um, it's been yeah. very cool to talk to you, Ben. Well, I appreciate y'all calling me, and uh, I, I enjoy the show uh, all the time. I'm oh, listening great. To, uh, I was listening to Zen uh, when y'all called me, Zen and Elric. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a good, um, good birthday party, and uh, let us keep in touch. Let us know how you're doing with uh, your training and everything. I'll do it. All right. Bye. All Bye. right. We'll Bye. see you, Ben. Bye, y'all. Bye, Bye y'all. <laughs>
Oh, boy. You're sweet. Oh, God. Are you all right? <laughs> oh, that, oh, God, okay. That, the accent, that accent was killing me the whole time. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta tell uh, Mr. Iron Will to start talking to you in uh, various. <laughs> he knows, he knows, he thinks it's funny that uh, I just have this. It's ridiculous. I, I don't know. All right. So. Well, um, <laughs> it's time for Coach's Corner, and um, what did you talk to your coach about? Um, uh, what, Remember, what did I, I, think, I think you talked to him about. <laughs> let me, let me help you out. I think you talked to him about mountain biking. That's right. That's right. Yeah. In honor of your um, of your uh, new Losing your my new and yeah my yeah <laughs> your walk on the wild side. Yeah. Um, yeah. We we talked about uh, well, he's a big cycling guy all around. So we talked about um, you know the differences between the two, uh, mountain biking and uh, road biking, and um, how do you know which one you're cut out for? Maybe. All right. Let's let's have a listen. All right, we're here again with my coach, Greg Mueller, USAT Level 2 coach. And, uh, Greg, this week we're talking about um, Xterra and road triathlons. And uh, how do you know to get into one or the other? Kazuna is going for uh, the Temecula race, and he's had three mountain bike rides. He says that they've been pretty butt-kicking. So uh, <laughs> how, do you know, uh, how do you know which one is right for you, and uh, what are some of the main, main differences, I mean, um, other than the road? <laughs> It's pretty paradoxical because uh, um, mountain bike is a lot more technical, so you really have to have some good skills to be riding quickly off-road, whereas road cycling, anyone can pick it up. Um, On the other hand, mountain biking is a little safer and easier to pick up if you're riding a mountain bike on the road. You know, getting a mountain bike uh, as a first bike, if you're going to get multiple bikes, that's probably a good choice if you live um, where we live in the Midwest because you can ride all winter long and in the summer you can ride on trails and um, you can change the kind of tires that you have on your mountain bike so you can commute to work. Um, Whereas a road bike, if it's too cold or windy or wet, it's really not advisable to be riding uh, your road bike on the road. It's not made for um, all types of weather conditions. So um, it it, kind of toggles back and forth. Uh, um, Mountain biking and Xterra, is very specialized. Um, it's kind of like going from Olympic distance to an Ironman. You're really specializing in the ability um, to accelerate um, high level of muscular endurance, a lot of power uh, and acceleration because you're constantly coming out of corners and climbing hills and um, you're going down hills, so your ability to um, have a good technique on the bike is important. Um, whereas on the road... Um, pretty much anyone can jump on, and it's fine to just ride as fast or as slow as you'd like. And, um, you know, the whole family can do a, a road triathlon. And, I, I mean, I think that Xterra is a little more dangerous if you're really going at it just because people are running into trees and jumping off their bikes and that kind of thing. Now, that said, it's a lot of fun. Um, one of the very first triathlons I did was an Xterra race, and, and but I had had a cycling background and a mountain biking background. Um, so for someone that's a cyclist, um, it's easy. Uh, it's an easy level of entry, I, I, either one. Um, so, uh, so if you're trying to decide what is right for you, I, I would 
say, where does your experience lie? We've all grown up riding bikes on the road. Um, but if, let's say, you were a BMX rider, uh, mm-hmm. you might be able to spin the gear uh, really high revolutions, and your experience in riding on dirt, that would be a perfect match for you to do some exterior or mountain biking. Or if you if you own a mountain bike at home and uh, you, you're on a budget, then maybe an exterior is a good way to start because you can see if you can put the three sports together and if you have some level of success, then you can take the next step and you could do um, a sprint race with your mountain bike. And you can even just um, put some air bars on your mountain bike and you can change the tires so it's a little faster on the road. And then um, if you like it, you can move up to a road bike. And if you don't, you can just swap the tires and uh, go back to the trails. Wow. Okay, so it's fair to say then that uh, two-time world champ Melanie McQuay, who will probably be listening, is just like a super stud. Oh, yeah. She seems to, uh, <laughs> to, to be a superstar, and my guess is that she'd be great if she crossed over into road triathlons as well. Um, but she's found her niche, and she's like the great athletes do. They really focus on doing one thing extremely well, and she does that for sure. All right. Okay. Um, and what are some of the main, uh, as far as expenses go, do you, would you say they're pretty on par, road, triathlon, and um, exterior? I think the low-end, low, uh, low-end low mountain bikes are less expensive than low-end road bikes. And that's obviously general generalization, and there's going to be instances where that's not the case. But it's a lot easier to find a mountain bike um, that's rideable because you can go into any sporting goods store and find something where the bad road bikes are really pretty bad and you need to have some level of um, a a road bike is just a finer machine you know you're you're seeking something fine um, elegant and a mountain bike is a tougher harder machine that doesn't require um, that fineness that you get in a road Mm -hmm. bike so I think that the low end are less expensive and then the high end are also less expensive for two grand, you can probably get an absolutely phenomenal mountain bike. And for two grand, you're getting a good road bike, but in, in the tri market, that's kind of a, a mid range that you're spending. I think right. a lot of um, people are spending four and five thousand dollars these days <laughs> on really nice, expensive bikes. Whether that's worth it or not is up to the person, you know, the person and their budget. But um, you're really getting very specific when you're spending that much on a mountain bike, and then you're mm-hmm. starting to talk about do you want a hard tail or a soft tail or shocks, um, and I think shocks are important mm-hmm. uh, to have for everybody. It gives a better ride, but then if you want a hard tail or if you want the shock in the back, that adds a lot of weight. So that really depends where you live now, and also as expense. Now, a tail, what would that uh, A hard tail is just um, behind the seat, and the, 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 the seat stays you can get a, a, a shock or some dampening back there. Oh, okay. So when you're going over big bumps, just um, just like a car, just compresses and makes it an easier ride if you have a bad back or wow. if it's a really hard course and you're going over logs and stuff. But the caveat there is that it adds several pounds, and they manage the way to get the weight down as they have in the front. Um, you can get really light shocks for the front of your fork, and pretty much every road or mountain bike has a shock on it. But in the rear, they're still dealing with that, and so you've added several pounds. I think in the, mid, in the Midwest, it's really not imperative to have a shock on the back because the trails are more technique-oriented in terms of 
twisting and turning, accelerating, where out west it really is a lot of climbing over boulders and descending over logs, and you want to have uh, that hardtail. Okay, so uh, you think it's fair to say that for if you're trying to decide what you are, um, to go maybe initially with your personality, if you kind of want to be slick and smooth and fast, then go the road bike route, and it's the mountain bike route. If you like Mountain Dew commercials, then do the mountain bike route. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, well, there you have it. Thanks again, Greg. And if anybody wants to get a hold of you or has any specific questions, especially about cycling, since you're quite the expert there, they can get in touch with you at InnovativeEndurance.com, right? Yep. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. All right. Well, this is uh, what I what I worry about. I, I think I'm I might be a mountain biker in a. Uh, oh. You know, masquerading <laughs> as, a, as a road biker. In, in roadie clothes, <laughs> yeah, huh? So. Oh no! I can. You know what? The the proximity is going to be your only defense. So you're going to have to stay away. I know, and I have to. Uh, from, yeah. You might have to have an inter- intervention with you know. I know, I know, I know. The knobs can be <laughs> attractive and and mesmerizing, but you're you're going to need to seriously just back away. Okay, I'm gonna. I, I will have to do that. <laughs> um, all right, it's time. It's time for the uh, Tri Scholarship, and uh, we got another generous donation by Kendall Gray, um, aka Greyhound, and so we we mm-hmm. do have another scholarship to give away. And we've all right. Well, we. Because this letter is this letter is really long, so um, but I think it's worth reading. So why don't we take turns reading so we don't uh, I don't know so we keep it keep it <laughs> keep, it, keep it entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Sounds like plan. Here we go. You want to start? Yeah, I'll start. This is from uh, okay. Lowell Taylor. He lives in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, um, and he says, uh, "Good morning, afternoon, or evening, Trigi Kahuna and Iron Will. I have been so incredibly blessed by both of you." Okay, there's going to be some compliments here, so um, bear with us. I downloaded and listened to all of the podcasts. I've learned a lot and laughed even more as I've listened. Iron Will, I love the Tri-Life Lessons. They are real and poignant, radiating with thoughts and emotions that I, too, have felt through my training and with life. I know you have been getting a lot of feedback regarding them, so you do not need me telling you how great they are. I think for a special edition of the show, 50th episode or one-year anniversary, you should release a special Tri-Life Lessons podcast with a collection of all of them, or better yet, compile them onto a CD and sell them. People will buy them. You are an inspiration, Will, and I love your laugh. Oh, my God. <laughs> there you go. Let's laugh. Okay. <laughs> and now on to you, Kahuna. We do, not have, we do not want you feeling left out, do we? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, we have a great, <laughs> you have a great podcast voice. Um, he told you. I think he's full of crap, this guy. No, <laughs> um, and you have a great way of keeping the podcast going. It never seems to get dull or slow. Your quick wit and quirky sense of humor makes each show an interesting journey for the listeners. I've learned a lot from you over the course of the 16 episodes. Try Kahuna. When I grow up, I want to be just like you. Aww. Ha ha. Um, your relationship with <laughs> Robo and some of the other buddies reminds me of my friends and I. Actually, should be my friends and me. Okay. It is good to see... <laughs> Um, it is good to see that there are others just as crazy as us. Okay, and the second part is um, basically a little introduction of himself, and it's it's rather involved, and um, it's a, it's an incredible story. Um, but uh, I'm I'm going to kind of summarize a little bit. Um, and uh, basically, he 
um, had the, the fat kid story um, that so many of us have had and um, had some vision problems and basically, you know, had a really hard time, but he met this really great girl uh, named Julie, and um, she was always, you know, relatively fit, um, and um, they had sort of a breakup and uh, it kind of forced him to uh, turn to that exercise that she was so um, she was so dedicated to, but he never quite understood and uh away from her he found um some solace in that and uh they wound up getting back together and um he he took it all a step further and jumped into triathlon and really has run with that and uh is very happy that he can go for runs and everything with her now um and um but here's the twist uh he doesn't want the the scholarship for himself he wants it for her um, and I think his own words best summarize it here where he says, Julie's happy with the changes I've made by jumping on this triathlon craziness. It's been great for us to be able to go for runs together. She may, however, think I'm a little obsessed with triathlons as well as be jealous of my new bike and how it's getting more attention than she is. Wink, wink. Um, I would love it if she were able to get the triathlon bug also. She may not continue on with them, but I would love to share this experience with her and have her understand why I love it so much. Doing this triathlon together is something I'm really looking forward to. It would be an amazing memory to have. She's scared to try a try, but she wants to, and she's definitely in good enough shape to be able to complete one. I think that the race, I think if the race fee were paid, then she would have the motivation to do it. Triathlons cost to register, um, triathlon costs to register in, but there are other costs of getting started also. Um, we need to start gathering all of the gear needed. If you have any swag sitting around that you want to uh, want to go to a good home, I know where it can be put to good use. Um, this is my request, not for myself, but for my girlfriend, Julie G., um, for all she has put up with in me and to get her hooked on this triathlon goodness. I would be blessed and honored if you'd be able to pay her way to the Sprint Distance ITU World Cup Edmonton Triathlon on July 9, 2006. Sorry that you know it was so long. I know you're both very busy with your work, family, training, and the podcast and life. I appreciate you taking the time to read this novel. And I look forward to many amazing Geigo podcasts coming my way via iTunes. Keep the tri groove alive. Lowell Taylor. All right, Lowell. Actually, all right, Julie, you are in. You've won mm-hmm. the scholarship. There's no more excuses. It's time yep. to do a try. Time to try a try. So, All right. Um, so the check will be uh, sent out to you, and uh, you need to sign up. And definitely make sure that we get that race report. Yeah, that's going to be fun as the race reports start coming in. I'm going to really enjoy those. Um, so anyway, congratulations to both of you, and uh, let us know how it goes. And... Um, all right, well, if you can believe it, it's time already for the uh, finale of our show, The Tri-Life Lesson. Oh, boy. It came up uh, kind of quick this time. It did. It was, uh, this was a very quick sh- or It seemed like a very quick show. Um, so, anyway, what are, you, what are you talking about this? What lesson are you giving us this week? Well, you know, this uh, this week I've I've kind of been in this reflection mode, I suppose. Um, and, and I don't know, maybe Iron Man is uh, four months out now almost exactly, and it's been sort of this big culmination uh, over the last few years of getting ready for it. And so, uh, I don't know, I kind of I kind of uh, am just taking a, a step back and, and looking, and um, I guess this is what I see. All right, let's let's uh, let's have a listen. Well, I ain't sure, but I've been told it's big kicks Tired of our souls, stayed away, took a nap Got myself, my body's back, I'm breaking down Out on the street, walking around, my own bare feet I do not need you to tell me that I'm not a cat
Our cauterized documentary's never gonna cut His hair, it takes more time to make a fake We now swam down in the lake Then washed the dirt off our intentions Fatting on about that invasion I went searching for patience And found it in endurance I wanted to be confident And became so under a weather-torn sky I've learned the simple truth that progress is just a matter of beginning, and after beginning, that it is simply a matter of focusing on one step at a time. So far I've learned that in the end, it is only if I dare that I will find the answers to the questions what if, could I, how will I know, and what am I doing? I've seen that usually nothing worthwhile is easy, and if it is easy, that it is usually worth nothing. I've learned that no one else can give this to me, and so I can forgive any promises not kept except the ones I've made to myself. I've learned that if I want to trust myself, it is no different a lesson than learning to trust someone else. I must risk something of myself, come to the aid of and save myself again and again and again, out of a riptide, no phone call calorie, no abandoned miles, no surrendered rides. That is where it begins, and only by beginning can a search for something ever come to an end. So far I've learned that I decide my destiny. That if I achieve my goals or not, day by day, the choice is mine. No one to blame. Not now, not then, and not in the end. This is my life. I went searching for immortality and found it in perspective. I wanted to be invincible and became so in a state of mind. I've learned the simple truth that success is just a matter of deciding. And after deciding that it is simply a matter of time. All right, well, that is wonderful. You're, you're sort of, it, it's nice to have you ahead of me because you're, you're doing everything about, uh, what, two months, three months ahead of me. So yeah. uh, <laughs> on an Iron Man adventure. So it's sort of like when uh, my wife was pregnant and other people were more pregnant, um, we were able to see what they went through and, and uh, get some insight. So anyway, I, I really appreciate it myself. Oh, thanks. Um, and this is, um, we're at the end of the road. Show number 18. Oh, wow. 18. Is, All right. Uh, is, is done. And um, thanks, for, uh, thanks for being my partner. Aw, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, you want to say goodbye to the good folks out there? Yep. Um, it's uh, show number 18. Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you next week for 19. Until then, this is Iron Will signing off. And this is the Trigeek Kahuna saying aloha and mahalo. All right. It's that time again for the business section of our show. This week's show is sponsored by Kendall Gray and by Shoe Wallet. Also by NEPSA for all your web hosting, domain, and design needs. NEPSA is your solution. Visit NEPSA.com or call 877-99-NEPSA. For comments, suggestions, or sponsorship inquiries, or to submit a soundbite for our next show, visit the sidebar of TryGeekDreams.com or through TH3Wall.com for more information. Get Your Geek On is a production of Iron Geek New Media. If you want to help sponsor the show, you can uh, go to either of our websites and hit the PayPal button, and you could... Uh, you could do. You could give a donation for the tri scholarship and get someone uh, involved in the sport triathlon, and maybe get the uh, the resulting karma that comes with it. Or you can uh, help help sponsor the show. Just give us a, a donation that will help uh, defray some of these costs that we incur. So we appreciate very much whatever you can do. 
And if you'd like a token of the Get Your Geek On show, visit getyourgeekon.spreadshirt.com for authentic logo apparel. And stay tuned now for some of our saltier moments. <laughs> okay. Hmm, now who are we going to call? I'm all excited. Okay, good. The number you dialed is not a working number. Please check the number and dial again. Oh, my God. That's You're ridiculous. So I don't know what my problem is. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Can I start over? Are you going to kill me? Yeah, you can start over. Okay. <clears throat> can I skip all this? I can't get Yeah, okay. go ahead. Okay. This is my request, but not for myself, but for my girlfriend, Julie, um, uh, Gundanis. I hope I said that right. Um, for all she has... I'm going to just say her first name. Cause, yeah, Julie G. Yeah. Um, being able to see myself maybe the way other people would see me, or, or which is something I think a lot of people um, maybe aren't able to do um, for most of their lives. Just, this sucks. I'm going to leave like five minutes, so... Um, okay, no more messing up. <laughs> um, this is the trike... Uh, visit the sidebar? Visit the sidebar? Sidebar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, my God. 